Welcome to the His Plan for You podcast. Join Pastor Favi in a series of powerful messages that will encourage, uplift, and inspire. Discover God's perfect plan for your life today. So we've been talking about confessing the Word of God and standing in the Word of God. We thank you for because the word of God inside of heart is producing. It's producing the fruit that it needs to. And we thank you, Father God, that each and one of us here, Father, when we hear the word, we're not just hearers of the word, but we are doers of the word. And that's how this word in action produces the 30, the 60, and 100% fall. And we thank you, Father, that here, Father, are reaping harvest of your word of that fruit of love and joy and peace, and Father God, of being steady on the word, of not being moved from side to side of what they feel or what they hear or what they see. They're not moved by anything, but they're only constant and steady on you, Lord, in peace, stillness in their lives, in their minds, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. It was in Genesis, right? Remember we talked about in Genesis 6, 5, and God saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and every imagination of the thoughts in his heart was only evil continually. So this is what God saw, and this is the first mention of heart. This is what he saw in, in man's heart, right? But now that Jesus comes into our heart, we have a different picture. We have his nature, we have his heart, but that doesn't mean things are not going to be coming back and forth. Why? Because that's what is the renewing of the mind, the renewing, and, and, and now that this um, computer has been, a file has been deleted, and we have a brand new file, you have to put the good stuff inside. You have to start putting the word of God inside because what happens? That, you know, and even the condition of people, they go in, they accept Jesus, and, and then if they don't, Take care of the heart. Even the Bible says that he, the, you know, the guy went away, and then the, the, there's all these demons that go, oh, let me check the house again. And what happened? It's so empty. Nothing is there. It has been cleaned up. It's been cleaned up beautifully. Why? Jesus came, right? Jesus came and wiped the whole thing out. But what happened? Now it's cleaned up. Oh, we're going to have a party because nothing is there. You have nothing to work with, nothing to stand on. So it's the one that was there, and seven words, they come in and start tormenting that poor soul. So we have to be vigilant. We have to be vigilant, you know, about this, about the word of God and about the things of the Lord, because it is sometimes death and life. I mean, I'm telling you. So, are we in Proverbs 4? All right, awesome. So in Proverbs, we'll start with verse 18. So he says, the path of the righteous is like the morning sun. What a beautiful picture. The path, look at your way. Look at, you, you know, just imagine that beautiful picture every morning that you, uh, you wake up in the morning. You go, oh, my goodness, I am the righteousness of God. Look at the picture of God. It's like a morning sun. It's bright. It's shining. You know, that's your path, right? And he says, shining ever brighter. It's like, 
Whoa, it's getting brighter and brighter and brighter until the full light of day. But the weight of the wicked is deep darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. They don't know where they're walking. They're deceived. You know, that's the difference. There's light and there's darkness. These people, they don't know, and they think they know, but they have no clue. So then he goes, you know, um, Solomon is writing. He said, my son, pay attention. Take heed. Listen to these words. Listen to what I'm saying. Turn your ears to my words. So he's talking and appealing to his son about the senses, right? We are the righteous, and we have that path full of bright light. And he says, do not let them out of your sight. So he goes, pay attention, you know, your ears. Then it says, your sight, keep them within your heart. Well, it goes through your eyes, it goes through your ears, right? And it's going to go into your heart. Is it going to come out through your mouth? Why? Because that's the way it is. You put junk in your ears and you put junk in your eyes. It's going to go that inside, inside your heart and it's going to come out. You know, garbage in, garbage out. So that is, I think it's 22. It says, for they are life. This is the path that we choose in to those who find them and health to one's whole body. And above all else, everything that we're talking about, your heart for everything you do flows from it. Keep your mouth free from perversity. Keep corrupt talk from your lips. It's not talking only bad words. It's talking about evil words. Is these the heart that God mentioned when you go the first mention? Said so they, they, they just their thoughts continually. They're meditating on evil. They're saying God is telling them, you know. Uh, to the people of Israel, possess the land, look, and they're like, oh no, the, the giants are going to kill us, oh no, we are afraid. That's perverse talking. That is going against what God says is evil speaking. So, and it says, keep your heart, right? Keep your mouth. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Keep your eyes you know, that's why the, there's like the horses, they have to put these things in. I don't have no, what, blinders? Thank you. They're called blinders. And so why? Because they can get very distracted. So you got to put a blinder. Don't get distracted. Stay focused. Stay focused. So then you can be steady on this. And you will be, you know, receive results. You will not get get results if you're staying on the natural realms, looking at the side, oh, this is what's happening, this is, and you're talking about it, and then you hear all this junk, and then you keep talking, yeah, and what about this person, and what about this person, and look what they're doing, and what I'm, <gasps> they're doing to me. That is junk. That's not going to keep you steady, fixing your eyes on what God wants for your life. What you need to do is like, you know what? I don't care about that. I know right now I'm working on something. You just got to tell people. I'm sorry. I cannot participate with this because I am working on something. You know, if it's junk about your life or about sickness and disease, about anything, you know, especially you know, 
have all this corrupt communication in between people, and they don't have to be talking uh, bad words, but they're talking evil. Uh, it's not faith. Everything is like, you know, it's not producing good fruit. You know, good report. You know, everything that we're thinking and saying has to produce something good. So if it's not like that, what you do is, you know what? Let's change the subject. I'm going to tell you about this. And so it's like, if they don't want to participate, you go yourself, have your own stirring up like Paul and Silas did. They were not complaining about, oh, how horrible. It was the darkness of the dungeon. It was the bottom of the bottom of the jail. You know, um, these the scholars describe the, that place where Paul and Silas were singing and in chains. It was... You know, where the sewage was, the rats, there were animals, there were rats, there were everything possible, terribly smells that you can ever think. And they had to stir it up in the midst of that because they were not captives. You, you see the difference. They were in a bad situation, but Paul had, you know, that's what Paul wrote in, on chapter 17. He said, I'm not moved by what I see, what I hear. I'm not moved by that. These do not move me. Chains are not, you know, natural things. They don't bound us. We are the free. We are the healed. But it is our actions and our words. You know, action is action on the word. You, you take that action. So um, going back on 26, it says, give careful thought of the path of your feet. Where are you going? Be steadfast in all your ways. Do not turn to the right. You know, that's what I was talking about, the horse. You know, those blinders, they're going to keep you. They're going to keep you walking. And, you know, there's, a, there's like you, the, 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 the farmers, they don't plant one thing. And they, you know, they're like constantly worrying or they're constantly doing. They're taking care of the land. They, they plant and they expect the harvest. Sometimes that harvest, it takes time. The more work that land, that soil has taken, the more has been growing, and the fertility of that land, it will produce faster. And there's others that is like, you know what? We have to really work on that soil. But this is what we're doing. We have to take care of the heart. We have to work on the heart. You know, above all else, we take care of the heart. Uh, for the first time, I saw parts. And it actually was almost the beginning of this movie, uh, Harry Potter, the first movie. Never watched it before. And, you know, I, I actually, I, I said no more. <laughs> and it was just, it started really cute with these children. And, you know, it was kind of fun. And it has nothing like, naturally, like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, they're probably, they're just, it's, it's just playing and doing this or whatever. But as the movie went along, it started getting darker and darker. And... And I was talking, you know, to my children. I said, what happened is this. I keep watching that stuff, and what is the, the devil tries to be putting is fear. Fear. And I cannot allow fear to come into my heart. You know, I have to watch that, especially with fear. Uh-uh. Why? Fear paralyzes my faith to take action and believe of what I'm going to receive and what I'm expecting from God. So I take care of my heart. So I'm like, oh, no, this is going this way. I'm not going that way. I'm staying here. 
So I just changed it. I put something. I put a cooking channel. And then, uh, you know, <laughs> and that was the end of it. So we got to be very resilient about these things. Um, there is actually uh, an Orthodox Jewish Bible that I found. It says 23. It says, set watch over and guard that thy love with diligence, your heart. For out of it are the issues, the wellsprings of, of life. And, um, and they knew what they were talking, watch over, because they built towers and they built, okay, the enemy's coming. And they had these high places, so they were like, they knew what, this is, you know, the, the way they wrote it down is like, we have to be watchful. Why? Because we have to protect the heart. Um, and like I was saying, you know, um, we, wrote, we read this verse, 1 Corinthians 10, says that we are free to do anything, you know. We, whatever we want, we're free to do it. But some things do not make people better. It says some things are not convenient for us. It, so it is better for us not, to not do them. We, we're free. Uh, I tell my kids, okay, you know, um, their dad, they, they're doing their games and they're watching all that stuff, and we tell them, pray in tongues, right? But there's stuff that we say, you know what, I, I'm not going to tell you not to watch that or not to listen to that, but I don't think it's good. So it's not convenient, it says. You know, this is not convenient. It's not going to do any, anything better for you. It's not going to be very beneficial to you. So why are you going to do it? Why are you going to put some kind of junk inside your heart? Are you going to listen to other stuff? If it's not going to make you better, if it's not going to be beneficial for you or for others, you know, uh, especially, it's going to come out. Five, ten minutes, 15 minutes has passed, and then boom, it comes out. And you go, okay, there it is. <laughs> you know, yes, there it is. Yes, there, you know, like the sun. <laughs> it is, it is there. <laughs> yeah, boom, there it is, right? So you got to watch what you're putting in your, through, you know, through your eyes, your sight, and what you're listening to because it's going to come out. And there's nothing you can do about it. It's just that I, Jesus said it. You know, he prophesied. <laughs> Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. He said it. So it is there. So we have to set that, we have to watch. We have to set that watch tower over our heart. We have to be very proactive. We got to be more perceptive at things. Um, why are we talking about this? Well, our confession. If we want to, you know, Pastor G has been talking about our profession. We are going to be conquering, and all this victory we're going to have is through the blood of the Lamb and through the power of their testimony, their testification, right? How do you going to confess the word of God if you have no deposit? How do you expect to go to the bank and try to withdraw $100 if you have nothing or $1? They're going to say, I'm sorry, but we can't do it. We wish you could have done it, put some money in, and uh, then... I'm going to give you money, but you never did that. I'm so sorry, you know. It's embarrassing, right? So now this is the time that you are working on something inside your heart. You, you do not want, you don't want the picture of reality, what you see. You change it 
with your words. But you got to put the word inside before speaking it, right? Because it's going to come out. It's coming out of somewhere. And Jesus said, where is it coming from? Where is it coming from? Out of the abundance of the heart. Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You take authority. We have the authority in the name of Jesus. We have the powerful name of Jesus. Jesus said, anything that you bind here on earth will bind in, he in, he in heaven. Anything that you lose here on earth will be loosened in heaven. So we take all these weapons and we do whatever we have to do. In every day, we meditate on the word. We put the word of God inside. Why? Because we are changing the world. Go to Hebrews. Hebrews 11. It says, now faith is the definition the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, by faith, by faith, by it, the elders obtain a good testimony. And then it says again, by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible, but the things in the number three says, the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible, but they were made, correct? Things that are seen. What are you seeing? Something that was made, correct? So something was made out of not nothing. It was made out of faith. It was made out of something that is not visible. And at the beginning, it tells you, by faith, we understand the worlds were framed. How did the worlds were framed? This one. Let's go over there. The earth, in Genesis 1, number 2 says, in the beginning, well, let's start with 1. In the beginning, God created heavens and the earth. Right? How did he create the heavens and the earth? So the earth was without form, has no form. There was darkness. Everything looked terrible. And the Spirit of God was there. Spirit of God was there, yes or no? Yes, it was hovering over the face of the, of the waters. Then God said, before that nothing was happening, there was a big turmoil. It was dark. It was out of shape. There was no shape. So before then, he says, God said, let there be light, and there was light. So God framed the worlds with his word. He said, let there be light, and there was light. So how do we frame our worlds, our house, our children, our life, our destiny? How do you do it? Because we speak, because we believe on the word of God. You know, there's the scriptures that said that we speak because we have believed, correct? We speak out of what we have inside. So, so we are going to put the word of God. We're going to be protecting the heart. Mark 4. Let's go back there. Um, Mark 4. So on chapter thir uh, 4, on, on verse 13. So it says, do, not, do you not understand this parable? How then you will not understand all the parables? And the parable is sowing all the word. The parable he was talking about, then he goes, okay, let me explain it to you. Because 
If you don't get this, you will not get anything else. But, but, but it is happening. We do it for one day, and we're like, oh, it doesn't work. Yes, we do it for three weeks or whatever. They're not steady. They're not constant. You have to work the word. You have to sow the word of God in hearts. Why? If you don't get this, you won't get anything else. I mean, if Jesus said, you do not understand this. You do not understand how this thing works. Let me explain it how it works so then when the cares of this world, and you can go back there, and where is this, number 19? And the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches, a lot of money, let's make all this money, let's make money, 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 let's not do anything else. We don't need anything else. God provided for this, so, so then this is the way, let's make this money. There's the cares of the world, okay, I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to do this. And, you know, money is not bad. Money is a tool. Money is part of the blessing. That's, I'm not talking about that. But this fixation of about I want more, more, and more, and more, and not have satisfaction that you are complete in him brings the care. You need to know that your heart is so full of the love of God, and he got you no matter what, what you see here of what others are doing and you're not doing, you're missing out on something, believe me, you are not missing out on anything. Why? You are working on something. So here it is, says, then the cares of the world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the desires of other things. I want to better this. I want to better that I, yes, there's nothing wrong to have better of the best. He, he is the, I mean, listen, the, the whole heaven there's goals, there, you know, the, the, the pearls, or the gates of pearls. I mean, is it fantastic? I'm sure that, you know, that's why people don't want to come back when they see heaven. You know, it's beautiful. But, and we can have heaven on earth. But, but because you're fixing your eyes on these things and you're not doing the word, then you, the word will not produce any fruit. You concentrate on the word. And the word will work itself through every situation. Then you start speaking on the word. You're not speaking about oh, how horrible the situation it is, how the bank account looks, how your body feels, how your refrigerator looks, how your pocketbooks, how your dress up like you wish, how your car, how this, how that. Believe me, there's many how. And may, oh, but what this person and this person. No, you're concentrating on putting the word of God. And then he says here that because of that, these are the ones that are sown on good ground, good heart. And those who hear the word accept it and bear, they bear fruit, some 34, some 60, and some 100. And some of them, they do 100%. And some of them, they do 60%. But let's aim for higher, you know. Well, we get 30%. We did something, and it was something good. We get 30%, yay. The next time we aim for the 50 or 60, 70, 100%, you know, little by little. But let not the word be choke. You know, it becomes unfruitful. That's the word. Um, if you go back, seven, four, seven. 
The one that it says the cares of life, this is what happened. It says, and some seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and yield no crop. These are the people, when he says cares of the world, the desire of all these things, enters and choke, you know, again, on number 19, choke the world and becomes unfruitful. These people have heard the word. And they're acting on the word, but becomes there's a season that they become so careful about these things on the world and the desires of other things and whatever it is that's happening, that that word they've been depositing and working on it, you know, they lose sidetrack. So now the harvest, what happened to the harvest? Sarah. And what happens again? You have to start working on your heart. You know, that harvest, we lost the harvest. Sad, so sad. We lost the harvest. Okay, but there is, we, we keep on going with the Lord. There's now no condemnation with those who are in Christ Jesus, right? We keep on going. So we say, okay, we missed the harvest. Lord, I'm sorry. I got caught up with this. I got caught up with this. Ah, sorry, Lord. Then you continue. You persevere and you go, okay, no, let's start again. Start putting the word, and then you start going, no, no, I don't want to lose my harvest. Don't want to lose my harvest. So then why? Because you start speaking. It's going to come out, my dears. It's going to come out. It's going to come out. I was, uh, I think it was about three years ago, one of our um, board members, actually, you know, I was texting, and then, and then I said, I said, ah, how you doing, and blah, 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 and, and then, he responded, and then, and then he said, so something, I don't remember exactly what was the conversation, but at the end I said, well, it is what it is. He came back like, second, second, and then he goes, it is it's not, it is what it is. It is what you say it is. And I'm like, whoa! I'm like, sorry, I was just saying this thing for saying it, you know? But we got to watch it. It is not. It is not. It is what it is. It is not what it is. It is not what you see. It is what you say it is. So we have to be very, very careful on this thing. We got to watch your heart. You know, you go back and you said, well, you know, I, this is not bad. I'm not saying these are bad. This is a sin. You got to watch your heart. You know, like I was, I, I always go with my kids because it's easier for me to, you can say, you know, oh, that game or whatever you're watching. It's not that it's not bad or sinful, but it's not convenient or beneficial sometimes. And these things, you know, are preventing them to just watch and hear from God and, you know, it's just lose some time. So... Um, that doesn't mean that kids cannot be kids, but kids have to be kids within the context of the Bible. Why? Because the devil out there on TV, on computers, on chat rooms, on anything that we can say now with the technology, right? They do, the devil does not offer them, oh, this is for children between 5 and 10. This is children from 10 to, to 15. No, he exposes everything there. So he doesn't have any uh, restrictions against age in any of these places. You watch whatever you watch, and it's out there. 
right? So why are we going to, I'm going to go, oh, you know, you're 13, you're 11, and you know what? I am going to put in a um, nice way. Well, I'm going to tell you. You do this, you're going to get this. It is what you say it is. Whatever you put inside your heart is going to come out. 